Uh, well, guys, are you ready to get into our final request? Yeah. yeah. Listener appreciation. I thought you were about to say final thoughts. I was like, I, we've not even seen the <laughs> Wait movie a minute. Yet. <laughs> final thoughts? I don't know. All right. D- this month, we're doing reverse order movies. <laughs> we're you are ta- rating at the we're beginning. We're talking about the movie for an hour, then we go watch the movie, and then have 15 minutes of review. Yay. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, today, we're continuing our listener request month. Uh, we're actually wrapping it up. Um, thank you to everyone who reached out to us, whether it was through social media or through our email address and sent us suggestions. We had a ton of great suggestions. It's a shame we can't just do listener requests all the time. Uh, realistically, it's because some of your suggestions are shit. <laughs> uh, no, but we, we did have a ton of good suggestions. Uh, today we're wrapping up with Rick's pick. Yeah. Uh, Rick, what are we watching today? The Mask of Zorro. <gasps> the Mask of Zorro. We did this all out of order again. We did. But that's okay. Hi, my name is Josh. I'm an analyst <laughs> here in Nashville. Uh, and I'm sort of out of sorts because I just had to go like spend eight hours on the phone trying to figure out my COVID test results. <laughs> I'm Rick Fox. I am an author here in Nashville. And I have a mask. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Good one, bud. I'm Andreas. I'm an analyst here in Nashville. And I like to cut my initials into cloth. Oh, I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville. I like to disrobe women with my sword. Hell yeah, I was hoping someone would. And And we're opinionated. Today we are watching The Mask of Zorro. You were hoping someone would bring that up, or you were hoping someone would disrobe a woman via sword? A little column A, a little column B. I'd oh, like shit. to see I that. Should, That'd be impressive. I yeah. should have said, and I'm, and the pointy end goes into the other man. <laughs> Dang it. See, that feels like the opposite of where Brian was heading. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how pointy is your... Never mind. Let's get, let's talk about this movie. <laughs> it's, it's nicknamed Captain Stabbin. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, uh, today we're watching The Mask of Zorro. The Mask of Zorro came out in 1998 currently has an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes and was requested by listener Zach Austin. Thank you, Zach, for suggesting this movie. Yeah, thank Uh, you, Zach. It was directed by Martin Campbell, and it stars Jose Maria de Travia. I don't know why he's first. It also stars... (laughs) Wait. Is he the biggest name? Diego Sierras. Why... It stars Antonio Banderas and freaking Anthony Hopkins. Why are they so <laughs> yeah, far down on this list? And who are Catherine they? Zeta-Jones. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. All right. It's it, those are the three that most <laughs> folks would know. But according to IMDb, also Diego Sierras, Yolanda Orzaganda. As woman crying. Why is woman crying <laughs> Look, about a, Zorro? It is a pivotal part of the entire movie. Everything Apparently. hinges upon that. A young thief seeking revenge for the death of his brother is trained by the once great but aged Zorro, who also pursues vengeance of his own. Bum, bum, bum. Are there supposed to be more than two Zoros at this point? Like, were th- was there a long line of Zoros and this is just blank Zorro? I don't think so. I think that they just wanted to have like a. I don't. I think they wanted to do something besides something that fit into, I guess, the continuity of hmm. original Zorro and and moved on to this. That's my guess. I have. I'm talking completely out of my ass on this. I just love this movie. I mean, I, I, I think, I think Zorro's supposed to be like a James Bond a character, where it's just like anyone can take up the mantle. Him, like it's just there's Zorro, right? There's James Bond, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Um, who here has seen this movie? I, Me. Yeah. I might have seen it when I was young. Do you remember anything about it? Nothing whatsoever. I okay. just remember these characters. I remember a little bit. 
but I yeah. remember I really enjoying this movie. This movie's yeah. I it's it stands out as just like this being like a fun adventure exactly, movie. Exactly. Is yeah. this the one where like his brother's head's in the jar yes, and he's gotta is, go Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. This is a good I movie. I remember that. Yeah, I, I really like this. I, this has like a it's like a mix of Zorro and the Count of Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. And Very. I really like that as a as a concept. And it's just a lot of fun and like I like Antonio Banderas and I like uh uh what's his name? Old man, Hannibal dude. Um mm-hmm. Shit. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. I like Anthony Hopkins. And Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones is a lot of fun in this. So, was he in Spy Kids? Yes. He was. <laughs> Sarah got, oh, yeah. my girlfriend got really pissed off at me because I was like, oh, yeah, we're watching Mask of Zorro tonight. She's like, oh, that's great. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. It's got, um, he played the dad in Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was the cat. He was, he was Puss in Boots and Shrek. She's like, do not disrespect Antonio Banderas. <laughs> he's done nothing bigger than that. Exactly. Those I mean, are the two things he's known yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. Nothing else. <laughs> I... All right, this is a, a little bit of a shameful confession. Mom, if you're listening, stop. Um, <laughs> you're going to tell oh, us no. that you like jerked it to Antonio Banderas or something? Not him. <laughs> the old Anthony Zorro. Anthony Hopkins? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that does No, as a kid, mm-hmm. and by kid, I mean like early teens, mm-hmm. like probably 12 years old, 11 sure. years old, something yeah. like that. Jerking it left and right. As often as I could. <laughs> yeah. The thing was, um, there were just... so. Let me put it this way. There's a certain section of, of the Titanic VHS tapes that my parents <laughs> own that's surprisingly more worn than the rest of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, and you the, needed to see some boobies, I guess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, and a, a similar thing happened here to the Mask of Zora DVD because uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones was in it, et cetera. So I remember... Sp- <laughs> Wait, you wore out the DVD? Good lord, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> How no. much did you spank it? <laughs> oh, gosh. The Josh, DVD why is, is the, slick. Why is the floor <laughs> sticky in the basement? <laughs> no. I was I, All I was going to say is that there are parts of this movie that are remembered better than others. Sure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and Burned I'm, into your mind. I am... Burning into the disc. <laughs> I'm looking forward to going up and watching the rest of the movie as well because I remember, <laughs> this mo- I remember watching it like legit the whole movie, like mm-hmm. with my oh, yeah. family and everything. And it was like, oh, this is a fun movie. Like yeah. I enjoy it, um, but I don't remember the other things that happened throughout it. Right, right. I feel like I get this movie mixed up with Wild Wild West a lot. I can see that. I can understand. That. I can get that. I think this is a much. Be- my memory is that this is actually a very good right. movie, and that Wild Wild West was fun to laugh at, but yes. a terrible. Movie. What was the movie with Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson? Oh, Hi- uh, Shanghai Noon. Shanghai Noon. Yeah, Man, we need to do those two. I really wish they'd gotten to do the third one of those. But there's there's like a certain type of adventure. Mo- I think it is just adventure movies mm. where it's like even the high stakes scenes don't have a ton of like high- like you you're like ah the hero's gonna win go get him Antonio Banderas right, yeah. right you're not like actually worried about who's right. gonna it's come not, out it's the not the vicar. dark night exactly um oh anyway I, i'm looking forward to going up and watching it yeah. um brian you and you and rick have already seen it andreas mm-hmm. this is gonna be almost a fresh viewing basically for you. a fresh yeah. viewing yeah well uh let's go ahead and get upstairs and watch it before we do rick you've released your book on amazon yeah what's it called fate's pawn what sort of formats can people buy it in? <laughs> uh, you can buy it in hardback, or not hardback. I wish it was hardback. Jeez. Uh, you can find it on paperback or ebook on Amazon, and pretty soon there will be an audiobook too. So. How many masks are in your book? Actually, a lot. There's, really? There's a character who's mm. called Mask because they don't know his name, but he wears a mask. 
Very cool. Yeah. Similar to the Mask of Zorro. Exactly. If you like Mask of Zorro, go buy Rick's book. If you like literally, if you like literally any story that's ever been told, right? Go buy my book. You will <laughs> like it. Uh, <laughs> Everyone uh, will love it. It's that what if somebody's kind of only story they have ever loved is Mother? Then they still need to go read my book because <laughs> they will find out what good fiction is. Because they will line my pockets. Well, I mean that's nice too, but like. But mostly, I mostly want mostly, you to have seen something mostly, besides Mother. Mostly Rick wants you to buy his book out of altruism. That's what it is. <laughs> well, you know, also that. <laughs> sure. Uh, guys, we'll be back in just a minute after we're finished watching The Mask of Zorro. Mother! No, The Mask of Zorro. <laughs> There is a saying, a very old saying. The pupil is ready, the master will appear. Zara. In a land where freedom is a memory. I came here to learn how to fight like you. To have your strength, your courage. Zara was a servant of the people. He did what was needed. Now he's needed again. And justice is outlawed. Must the man will be my brother. Kill him! The just must become outlaws. You know how to use that thing? Yes. The pointy end goes into the other man. This is going to take a lot of work. One, five, three. If you want to kill this man, I can help you, and I can teach you how to move, how to think, how to take your revenge with honor. How can I do what is needed? All I feel is hate. You hide it with this. Be careful, senorita. There are dangerous men about. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been three days since my last confession. Go on. I have broken the fourth commandment, Padre. You killed somebody? No, that is not the fourth commandment. Of course not. I had impure thoughts about a man. Last one? Yes, last one. No bad. The only sin would be to deny what your heart truly feels. I no feel like old people have frothy saliva, you no. know? It's like no when you see when you see an old man. Do you know like collecting samples of old people's saliva or something? Josh, I, this is why you got COVID. <laughs> I didn't have COVID. The test came back negative. Thank you. But I feel like whenever you see gross saliva, it's always hanging out of the corners of old people's mouths. Mm-hmm. How often do you go around looking at the corners of old people's mouths? I used to. I used no, no, no. no. I used to feed them. I used to work in a retirement home. I fed them. That wasn't a joke that Brian just said. (laughs) I, I, I worked as a cook in a retirement facility. Huh. Okay. Well. And as a cook, and as a cook, you spent a lot of time looking at old people's mouths because they're so hungry. Like I feel like you just spend time cooking. Isn't that what you would do? Just cook? Well, that's part of it, yeah, but you have to see how they're eating it. Then you got to fly the leg into their mouth. You really zoom in on their mouths, and they're like, hmm, they're having a hard time gumming this one. I'll have to make it softer next time. Can we talk about Mask of Zorro instead? This is very prevalent. It is, because Anthony Hopkins is an old man, and Mm -hmm. Brian doesn't think he should be Zorro. He's not handsome enough to be any iteration of Zorro. Why do heroes have to be handsome? 
Because he is a handsome hero. You I don't thought, have to be a handsome right, hero. But he, he wears a mask as his heroing. The top half of his face. Yeah. I felt like he, he looked have reasonably mouth. handsome as, no. as the young, when he was no. the, at the beginning. Yeah, I thought he no, looked fine. No, he was not. He, nah, there he was cool. A, no, he yeah. didn't. Yeah. No, he was ugly. No. He was ugly and is no. ugly. No, he looked fine. He was not, not Antonio Banderas pretty. <laughs> Antonio was, Banderas is not like the pinnacle of hotness. Antonio he, Banderas yeah, can he get is. it. He's a good looking. He's a good looking. He's attractive, but he's not that. He's attractive. He's not that hot. No, he's like an A minus. You people are freaking crazy. (laughs) Go on. I I don't know. I don't need to. It's like people going, Nah, Brad Pitt. He's not that hot. No one likes him. Antonio Ben. I feel like he's repeatedly won like sexiest man alive. I mean. Like, that was the entire joke of him on SNL, was that he wasn't ridiculously sexy. Too sexy. Too, too sexy. sexy. Too sexy. I mean, it's, un- like, yeah. Like, he's he's a, he's, he's a dapper, swarthy Spanish dude, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but he's not the hottest guy alive. Who oh. do you think is the hottest guy alive, Brian? Who In 1998. Who is your pinnacle of hot guy? No, 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 even, <laughs> even current. I just want to compare. Personally, I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Really? really? That's your hottest? Like, I, No, I don't think he's the hottest guy, but who's my dude? He looks is. like he'd be Sheldon's brother from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> a hot brother. No, just I mean, like a not nerd brother. I mean, hotter than Sheldon. Sure. I'll give you that. That won't say it very Doesn't high, though. That's not yeah. hard. <laughs> Sheldon looks like an unused Q-tip. <laughs> <laughs> this has very little to do with Mask of Zorro. I mean... But, but, but I feel like I feel like Anthony Hopkins is a perfectly fine Zorro, but I feel like he does a better job being young Zorro than he does being old Zorro. I think I would probably agree with that, although he's not really old Zorro. Like, he never puts on the costume again once he once he's old. He's just being there in the mentor role. I do think that he does not really fit to me, like, the the look of yeah. Zorro, mm-hmm. but that's because he's not Spanish. I don't when think. he's young, he does. He just, I think he looks he doesn't fine have there. The vo- he doesn't have the voice for it because no, everyone not. else has, like, a Spanish or Mexican accent or is at least trying to I have mean, a Spanish or Mexican Don accent. Don Rafael doesn't really. I guess not, but he at but least then, does have the look, though. Like yeah. he he does look like I can sure. I buy him in that part of the role. But then it's, Anthony Hopkins comes in and he's like, "Yes, I am Diego de la Vera." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it is a little off. I'll I'll be willing to go along yeah. with that. But I still I still do think he brings the right level of fun and charm and gravitas to the role. Like he, sure. I, can, I buy him in in from a mentor perspective. I buy that part. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. He just physically doesn't look like a Zora. <laughs> I, I think that, like, I, the thing I was worried about was that he would not be able to pull off the look of the fight. Like, when he's doing all the, the sword fighting to train him. I think, mm. But I think that he actually did a really good job with all that. Yeah, I was he very, did fine choreography-wise. Yeah. yeah, the choreography in this movie is great. I mean, oh, yeah. it's not it's not like the best sword fighting ever put to film. But I love the fact that in this adventure movie where sword fighting, it takes a major part of it, mm-hmm. we get to actually see some choreographed fights oh, yeah. where... You know, we we stand on a shot of them fighting back and forth, mm-hmm. parrying and trading blows for like an extended amount of time instead of it just be like, ah, he swings his sword and then we cut away to like, oh, now the swords are clashing. Right, ah. right. I think that it, it brought me back a lot to when Pirates of the Caribbean movies were good and I enjoyed yeah. mm-hmm. watching them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I just want more swashbuckling in movies, I think. I think that that's just a thing I need more of. I really, I really enjoy it. This, this to me feels like it's it's a perfect just adventure movie right exactly yeah 
we talk about action adventures and there's definitely action in this but mm-hmm. it feels it's a lot more about like how fun the characters are yeah. as opposed to like the cool fights right, right. The, the fights are cool because we were like like invested in our characters going in we like they're very silly fights in exactly. a lot of ways yeah like they, it, this movie is just fun like and that's that's what is is what draws me to it because you know it is hard to have this level of silliness attached to this level of like faux seriousness because mm-hmm. like the plot itself is actually kind of terrifying like there's a bunch of people who are essentially slave workers mm-hmm. about to be blown up by the end of this movie that's that's horrible and fucked up but yes. it's still just a fun movie to watch this like pastiche of the Count of Monte Cristo meets Zorro. Like it's just that <laughs> that's such a fun concept and they really do do a great job of carrying the movie along cuz it's like it's almost 2 hours and 30 minutes. Like it's a long movie. It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't. No. It just constantly mm-hmm. moves and keeps it It felt long, but it didn't feel like an extra hour worth of long. It wasn't dragging. I would have given uh, it like 2 know. hours the, tops. The middle of the movie did drag a little bit for me when, when? once they when uh Zorro went to infiltrate the party and stuff like Yes, I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the banter between them and the uh, progression of the plot and everything. But it just it felt like it was longer than necessary, and there wasn't a lot of fun stuff to it. It was just pure plot moving forward. I don't know. I mean, I like I like the dance. I like the I like Zoro giving people shit. That's all. That's like the insults that he's constantly throwing at blonde bad guy. That's that's fun. Or even him just like trying having to wing his conversation. Right. Like the part where he's like, "Oh, Don Rafael, you're so highly spoken of back in Spain." Right. And Rafael's like, "Really? Because everyone over there hates me." And he just has to like. Uh, what I meant was, <laughs> or when uh, Catherine Zeta Jones is being the good guy, which makes no sense given the way she was raised, but is still being the good guy because she's the good guy's daughter. Well, and she, she's like, she went to a liberal arts college. And she's <laughs> the rebellious dog. <laughs> and then she's like, and then uh, uh, Antonio Banderas has to be like, well, I need to side with your father, so I'm going to do that, even though it doesn't really match anything I'll say at other points in this movie. Didn't right. that happen with Batman? I felt like that scene happened in a Batman. Well, there's I mean, there's so much stuff where he's got to be a dick. You've got him as, like, the foppish, like, I'm I'm just a pretty boy who doesn't really know what I'm talking I about. I just mean when he's talking about Batman, when he's Bruce Wayne. He's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Bruce Batman Wayne. Begins. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. And he, he's there and he's like, ha I'm like the playboy asshole. B- Batman can suck a giant bat dick. <laughs> I don't really I like know. vigilantes. That's not a good thing for this city. You, you I know mean, what's better than vigilantes? Giant piles of money. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, yeah. That would I mean, probably fix that city a If I had to pick between the two, like. You just don't like Batman. Also that. That is true. But I do like big piles of money more than I like the idea of vigilanteism. I think you even said that this movie was inspired by a lot of Batman. The reverse. Right? Like Batman's Batman is inspired by Zorro? Yeah, as a character. But like not that, this movie. Okay. I think that this movie does kind of probably draw on some some Batman. Like, oh, I can, yeah. I can definitely see ways in which that those the two secret overlap. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, Cave they, and the door behind the... Yeah, exactly. There's definitely some cross-contamination there. Yeah. The, I okay. Starting to talk about the events of the movie. I I really I want to talk about the intro we get to young Zorro mm-hmm. to Anthony Hopkins, and we see a child Antonio Banderas as right. they see each other. I like this setup a lot, yeah. not just because it kind of sets the stage for who this Zorro character is. Mm-hmm. I really like the early that first scene because of how it sets up our villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I yeah. like Don Raphael. And in a movie where 
And w- when I say so many of the characters are characters, uh-huh. like you know what I mean, right? Yeah, he's a big, crazy, like, this guy is not at all a realistic human being. He is a cartoonish, right. yeah. literally almost mustache-twirling villain. They're pretty sort much of. all over the top. Yeah. But they ground, but they do specific things to ground him yeah. in ways that I really appreciate. And mm-hmm. the biggest one is, at, so after Anthony Hopkins as Zorro comes in and saves the day, and he saves the three peasants that were going to get executed right. for no we reason. We get our, our mini Zorro adventure. Yeah, and then he, he's got the classic, like, ah, he's on his reared-up steed as right. he, like, rides off into the sunset, ready for another adventure. Yeah. And then it follows up with him back at home with his wife, and then, oh, no, here comes Don Raphael to, mm-hmm. to kill him, right? And I like that Don Raphael, he's got the traditional villain, like, ah, I'm going to steal your girl, right? right. Mm-hmm. He's in love with Anthony Hopkins' wife. Um but in the moment where she steps in front of a bullet to save Zorro, mm-hmm. Don Raphael is is the one who like gets really mad and kills the kills his own henchman who fired right. the shot, right? Yeah. And I like a little touch like that. And I like there's a few things like that in this first this first like mini Zorro adventure. Right. Where it's setting the stage that I really like because it he is cartoonishly, mm, I gotta get all the gold out of them hills, right? <laughs> right. But at the same time, because they've grounded it, like I'm able to get into him as a character right. as opposed yeah. to it just being like, ah, there goes Sneed Snidely over there. I, I do get the impression that he genuinely cared, like, as much as a very evil person could about yeah. both Elena and her mother. Like, I yes. think that he, he did, because I didn't get any weird, creepy impressions about, like, why he was raising the daughter. Like Because no. that could have been an easy way to add in another layer of, oh, this guy is extra horrible. Yeah. But I, Where it's like, oh, I'll raise you so that I can marry you. You'll just your like mother. your mother. Right, no, right. No, but, like, when he's raising her later on, it's clear that he cares about her as a father. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's like by the end, it's a little more like, oh, well, Zoro fucked up my plans about that. Uh, we'll just deal with this later. <laughs> I mean, at that point, she had kind of betrayed him to rescue Zoro. So a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But still, it's uh, I, I all I'm saying is I like this opening scene because it, it is a fun little mini mm-hmm. adventure, right? Zoro's, exactly. It Zoro swoops you... in to save the day. But I like the way that it establishes these characters. A lot. I really like how they set it up. So. Uh, Zoro gives this pendant to Alejandra and his brother Joaquin. He gives puts it around Joaquin's neck, and knowing the basic premise of this movie of you know mm-hmm. old Zoro passing the torch on to young Zoro, mm-hmm. immediately I was like, "It's going to be that kid right there." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing, and I've seen the movie before. I yeah. forgot that. I forgot that uh, he gave it to the other brother. What's his name? Uh, Captain Love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ends up killing his. He kills uh, young New Zorro's brother. I I really enjoy that this movie went out of its way to make like two good villains for both of the heroes. Yes, like that yeah. does a lot to kind of give it different levels of of villainy, and they're not the same person, which is a lot, which goes a long way because. Because like it would be really easy to just be like, oh, and this is Don Raphael's son, mm-hmm. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna spend the movie hating Dickhead for all the reasons we hate Don Raphael. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's an t- entirely separate asshole. Like he seems a lot more disgustingly vicious. Yeah, to yeah. he's dr- he he is drinking. <laughs> Headwater, and he's <laughs> yeah. got Antonio Madaris's brother's head in a jar, uh-huh. and that's just what he uses to quench his thirst. 
thirst. <laughs> How does day. that not kill you? That, I mean, I'm sure it's alcohol. Like it's all it's an alcohol There's a solution. Fucking, so. That's a whole head in there. He's pickled. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Pickled. Yeah, but it's got every part of the head in there. I know. I agree. It's <laughs> disgusting. He's, he's gonna it's have so, the shakes it's later. It's supposed to be revolting, but yeah. I agree. I think it's just that it's like grain it's, alcohol in there that's keeping him from dying from drinking head it's juice. So revolt. Like that is that is a level above disgusting that I would not, like. I I'd expect this kind of thing in like a Game of Thrones type yeah, of, yeah. of movie. This honestly felt slightly out of place. It's like you guys went really far with this exactly, scene. and I appreciate that because that is yeah. that kind of vicious evil is entirely different from Don Raphael's. I don't give a fuck about anyone. Yeah. I just want money yeah. and power. Well, Don Raphael also has like a code of honor with his evil. Yeah, right. But like, it's hard to read because like he's willing to kill three random people who get thrown out, but. He's going to get the kids out of the crowd first so they don't see it. Well, because his code of honor applies to people like he's classist, right? Yeah. He, yeah. It applies to people in his same class. So Don De La those, Vega or whatever Those children his name is. weren't like rich or anything. Yeah, but children. Children. Yeah, children. Are Unless children. they're working in your minds. That's what I was about to say. That, but like, I feel like it's when more you about got older, was he just like, eh, kids can be slaves, though. I, I feel like it's I'm more about appearance than anything. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but but even like in the multiple duels that he's had with Old Zorro, right? Mm-hmm. There's a point where like, oh, I have bested you. Instead of just being like, ah, and stab and you're dead. It's like, right. ah, I have won the duel. Mm-hmm. You've dropped your sword. I'll now throw you in jail. Mm-hmm. Right. As opposed to the very, like, it'd be real easy to just like, ah, hack, hack, and you're dead. Right. 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 Which is very much what Captain Joy would do. Yeah. Because when Captain Joy kills uh, Antonio Banderas's brother and their, like, crooked burglar friend. Right. Yeah. He just like, all right, chop off his brother's head. Cool. Yeah. We're good here. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Love is just so much more vicious than... I, I guess the other part, of though, is that love, I think, really wants the kill, whereas Raphael really wants to gloat and have that moment of, like, yeah, he's going to throw you in jail, but not really because he's being good. Like, it's not... That's not the purpose of his code of honor. It's so he knows, like, <laughs> I've got Zoro still in jail mm-hmm. 20 years later, yeah. and it just makes me happy to think about the fact that he is still alive and in you know, torment of not seeing his daughter and knowing his wife is dead. <laughs> Speaking of which, what'd you guys think of that uh, jail escape scene? I liked it. I think it was fun. I, yeah. I like I'm always down for a good jail escape scene. Although it to me is very questionable that Zoro has the arm strength to just like reach out and like one hand break a dude's neck. I wanna know I wanna know what like the strength of a human wind box or voice box is not mm. very, but it's, it didn't yeah. make the sound of him crushing his wind box. He like... snapped his fucking spine. <laughs> yeah, it was a full on neck break. Was the impression. was it? Like, I... I thought he just like choked the dude out and broke his his throat. I think that's maybe the they just used they the were... wrong sound bite or I mean, whatever. Maybe? I don't think there's a sound really associated with with like a, a there's not the same like bone crack sound. No, associated no, no. no. With if Andreas bite. reached over right now and snapped your Adam's apple. It <laughs> would make a crack. It would make like I'm, a cartilage breaking uh, like, sound, though. No, nah, I'm good. How about we just do yours? <laughs> Rick, it's ASMR. It's your podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if, like, is the human voice box, like, does it have the strength of an egg? Because uh, I, could, I, could re- I could crush an egg easily. I, more I than feel that. like it a is walnut? more than that. Because you see people, like, Not I don't know if that. I could crush a walnut one-handed, but there's definitely people that can. Like, I don't think. just, like, crunch, right? I don't think it's walnut level, but I think it's definitely more than an egg. Like, it's. it's if it's between egg and walnut, then I could believe, like, yeah, 100%. vigilante strength man 
I believe could easily crush a, a windpipe. <laughs> I believe in him crushing a windpipe. Yes, the noise they make and the way that he just instantly falls over dead tells me he broke that motherfucker's hmm. neck, like snapped his spine. Okay, Th- I didn't get that because when I see when I when movies tell me someone's spine has been snapped, it's mm-hmm. because their head essentially does a three sixty on top of their body. <laughs> yeah, I would have that would have like, been so much Wah! better. Like he just right? reaches out and rips the guy's head around. Yeah. No, but but in this, but Anthony Hopkins had just has the dude by the throat, and mm-hmm. then just like you see like the forearm tense and yeah. it squeezes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it the just thing that, that takes a long time. That's the thing that got me is that uh, we see like this happens really quickly. Mm-hmm. But as far as I could tell, he did this with like three fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like, there's no way you did either of those with that <laughs> amount of pressure. At least let us see some like, oh, he's doing like the Uncle Iroh prep, right? Where he's yeah, like, right. Doing some three finger push ups. And <laughs> that's then all we he's see done the entire go- 20 years. He just got one gigantic <laughs> arm. No, three gigantic <laughs> fingers. <laughs> and then and then you see you see him like getting ready to get the dude, and he like uses two fingers to like part the metal bars, <laughs> and then he snaps the dude's neck. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. I would love this movie so much more for that it's so dumb but i love it (laughs) (laughs) he escapes and then he sees uh he's gonna go like straight up murder don rafael the moment he sees him but he sees his daughter and is like oh wait things have become complicated right yeah yeah. he i guess he just hadn't thought that she would survive the whole time or that he would keep her or something yeah i want to know what do you think and i think you're already getting into this a little bit but what do you think he means when he says it's gotten too complicated because i feel like he easily could still just go in and kill the dude i feel like what it is is that he does not he knows that his daughter is like considers don Raphael her her father Mm -hmm. and so she if he went and just straight up murdered her him in front of her that would be Really he would just up. be the I man ag- who murdered agree, her father. But why? Do, but at what point does he? But because later on, he just goes and he's like, "All right, I'm just gonna break in and hold Don Rafael at knife point until like his daughter comes and he explains it." He could have done that. Obviously, not right there with everyone around, but he right. could have like, "All right, I'll wait till tonight and break in and do this." I think it's the conversation that he has with her in the in the barn with the horse. Like mm. she, they kind of have a moment where they're talking things out, and she's already had this really bizarre moment where like yeah. this random lady in a market is like, "Oh, I knew your mother. She was this lady, and it was definitely That's, this." That feels a little like. That's movie stuff. That's movie yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Like the fact that she believes it at all is movie bullshit, and it's only because she smelled no, a random the, flower the fr- fact, that only grows in California. Yeah, the fact that it happens mm-hmm. is very movie bullshit. Like it questionable. Feels, it feels very like, oh, we're in a play, yeah. and this is the scene where they're walking in the market, and they're like. Have I told you that your mother is not dead yet? And it's like, <laughs> oh, thank you, stranger in this play. Like, think, it doesn't feel movie universe. And, like, I'm willing to go along with it because in a lot of ways this movie is very silly. But I think it would have been a lot stronger if that lady had just been, like, her maid now that they are back in California. Yeah. And, like, she'd had time to, like, get to know this person and be like, oh, you're not just a random crazy street person. Or that's if it had been her maid when she was a baby. I mean, she was. That's That's the idea. Yeah. Wait, it was? Yeah. 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 That's how she knew who she was. But did we ever see her in the first scene? Yeah, very briefly. Like, she's the lady that um, is oh, with yeah, the baby Oh, yeah, she, like, when... walked out. Exactly. Yeah. She's the one that, remember when he speaks Spanish to the random lady at the very beginning? We're like, why are you speaking Spanish now? Oh, yeah. I that's forgot. That's her. Yeah. I thought that was the wife at first, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Same. And then I was very okay. confused as to why he was suddenly speaking English with his wife right. 30 seconds later. Yeah. No, di- different different lady. Yeah, Interesting. It was, it was okay. the, uh, yeah. So, that's who that was. 
Okay, well then, yeah, it makes sense then. That's it fine. all does. It all fits together within mm-hmm. the the. Maybe, maybe she just needs to have like some sort of like birthmark. Like she's got <laughs> she's got a big like figure eight birthmark on the side of her temple, <laughs> and then and then she's walking through the she's walking through the market, and uh, and old old maid ladies like oh. I, well, I remember that figure eight on the temple right, right. out of anywhere. <laughs> they should. They should have just had her also play her mom, just with a little bit of makeup on to make her look older. <laughs> that way, when you see her again. It's like, oh, you look exactly like your mom. Well, yeah, because I'm the same actress. I mean, that almost would have worked because, to me, like, she says something like, "Oh, I would totally know the child of uh, Don yeah. De La Vega and and his and whatever his wife's Esperanza." Esperanza. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I'm like. She looks a little bit like the lady that was playing her mom, but yeah, but like, there's no Anthony so Hopkins and Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> no, not even a little no. bit. So like, it does. That's come what off I'm very talking strange. about. I need yeah. giant birthmarks all over her body, <laughs> all over. She just all covered over. in She's random strange in birthmarks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very strange need, but okay. I would recognize that, that birthmarky bosom anywhere. <laughs> But yeah, like it—it it is a weird scene. But I yeah. do appreciate the way that it's kind of staggered throughout that she has sure. this uh, continuing revelation. Because like from moment one, she's like, "Oh, I recognize this flower. I definitely know this flower." And it's like, "You didn't smell this when you were a baby or anything." <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird response that the dude gives her too. Because she's like, "Huh, these are nice flowers. C- can anyone tell me what they are?" Like I recognize this smell, and some dude just comes up and is like, "Ah." This is the flower of California, and you've never smelled it before. You're wrong. <laughs> it grows nowhere else, this princess. This is your first time here, woman. <laughs> I feel like Raphael gave, like, set that up. It's like, hey, by the way, when she recognizes this flower, I need you to be there so you can well mm-hmm. actually as hard as possible. Um, actually, <laughs> you've never been to California in life? But what? yeah, I do like that moment where he's just like in the crowd and he's got the dagger ready, just like, all right, I'm gonna stab mm. this motherfucker the first instant I get a chance to. Like he's got the perfect line into it of like, what has Zoro done for you lately? <laughs> well, just <laughs> look what I got here, this nice big dagger. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh so Antonio Banderas at the beginning of this movie looks freaking gross. Yeah. yeah. I is, could not recognize him at first. It's impressive how yeah. disgusting he looks at I the kept beginning. looking between him and his brother like, wait, which one's Antonio Banderas? I know <laughs> right? one of them is. Yeah. And I think, it, for me at least, it's not even that he looks so gross. It's that Zorro is such a charming character. Mm-hmm. He's like That's part of his character. He's a charmer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That this, this Antonio Banderas, I can't see him turning... Like, he's so disgusting and also just like a slob and yeah, like you know I can't see him becoming that charming right and, and that's one of the things that seems weird mm-hmm. to me I I enjoyed all of the bits once he becomes the charming Zora right but right. there's the scene before where he's gotten a little bit of training mm-hmm. he's 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 worked on a swordsmanship he's got a little bit of the parkour down right, right. And he's going to steal a horse right and he's still kind of like the crusty dude that he's always been. He's <laughs> yeah. just got a little bit of skill now. Right, right, right. And Anthony Hopkins is like, oh, you st- stealing a horse. <laughs> I can't believe you. you. You're just a thief. Well, how could you ever? You need class. And then the next scene is just, just has like, class. I have class now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's I, no like my fair lady scenes where he's like taking him through diction or anything. You know, this is a long movie, but I really like. So we've already had the at this point in the movie, like at where you're talking about where he suddenly has class. We've already had the like training montage. Uh-huh 
for for his like ability to learn sword and, moves I like and all the that training montage a lot i do yeah, and i want to talk about that but i would really like if they like after the you need class they did another montage that obviously mirrors the first but it's just about class so like they've got him over <laughs> salad fire. spoon right but he's he's, he's still salad doing spoon? <laughs> that made no I mean... sense soup fork <laughs> he's, but he's still like doing it somehow over a fire so that when he screws up he gets yeah. burned <laughs> i need that like Honestly, class but still you're being in, like he's just whipping him every time he gets yes. a, a word wrong honestly i think that such a scene maybe not that ridiculous mm-hmm. but an actual training scene like that would fit very well in this movie yeah and it feels yeah. like it's missing it does it does we we just also need him, like antonio banderas and anthony hopkins doing the dance yes. thing later and, doing the salsa yeah doing yeah. doing the crazy over the top spanish dance <laughs> that he and, and Catherine's the very like does. Sexual dance, yeah. 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 That They're way we get Anthony much Hopkins in corset. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing like the head fling back, where <laughs> yes. every dip you see like his over boob. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I really appreciate the journey that Antonio Banderas goes on throughout this movie. It's I, a lot of fun. I, it's, it's a good steps. transformation. It really is. It just feels like we take several skips. Yes. Yeah, and it doesn't. Agreed. And and they're never they're never at the point where it's like oh like. Out of the dust, drunken, disorderly Antonio right. Banderas immediately jump all the way up to classy Zorro. Mm-hmm. Like they're all reasonable jumps, yeah. But it still feels like at multiple points during his training to become Zorro, like we've missed a few scenes. So right, right. I think there's two other two fight scenes that I think are missing in this movie. I think we need to have one early on in the movie to show what Alejandro can do before he gets any training, so we know how far he's come. Because we only see a fight scene of him after he's uh, like right. really trained, other than like the little drunken uh, skiff with uh, right, and with uh, Diego. That and like when they try, like first do their like con of like we're yeah, but that was, that's not even a fight. That's not really that's a just fight. like haha, we tripped you. Yeah, now get tied up naked to a cactus. Yeah, right, like right. it's clever and like I. I can see how he would take those skills and apply them later on in the movie. Right, right. But I need to know how can he fight with the sword because he's got one before he becomes Zorro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I really think that we needed another like middle of the movie fight scene between Alejandro when he's um, pretending to be a a don or a, a like noble a nobleman, person. Yeah, yeah. Right. Against uh, was it Captain Love? I yeah. think because this reminds me a lot of the old school James Bond movies and, yes. and a lot of the pacing, the structure, and everything. Yeah. And one thing that I always loved with those movies that there's there's always a bit of a spar between Bond and like one of the uh, minor the villains. Yeah. yeah, like one of the more personal villains of the movie. Right. And it's always played off as being like a little friendly duel or something, or mm-hmm. maybe like a minor spiff between them. And we don't get that here. Yeah. So it feels like. Uh, we do have a bit of confrontation, but not enough to well, really raise the stakes by the end of the movie. It's tough because since he's in, essentially in disguise, yeah. there's mm-hmm. no... Like, because I feel like the scene where that should take place is when Captain Love invites him up to like his his overseer's cabin where right. he's got yeah. his brother's head in a jar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the spot for it. And I feel like they almost have like a little mental, like, oh, who's figuring out who spar. Yeah. But they can't have a fight there without the jig being up. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... The- Okay, so to this me in a, that scene... Because this is a James Bond movie almost like tied with a heist movie. Right. Mm. That that scene to me, the jig is completely up. They both know that they both know mm. who he is, but I don't think that um, Love believes he can prove it in any yeah. way. He just knows because of the way that he reacted to the way that he killed Three Finger Jack. Um, and so like he's figured it out, but he can't prove it. 
the thing that I would like is I would like something like that of like maybe either when he's in doing his first Zoro raid where he's got yeah. the stupid mask and doesn't That'd really be a good time. like he could beat him then and then Zoro cleverly escapes but he's already mm. lost one because one of the issues I do have with this movie is that Captain Love gets dunked on throughout the entire movie yeah. like he he does manage to kill Three Finger Jack and his brother but those are situations where he has an overwhelming advantage so he by the kill end, his brother. Well, yeah. himself. He, that's true. But he did get his head, like, yeah. and, he, and he put him in the situation. He still counted it as a, as a trophy. Exactly. And so, like, Captain Love, as a threat, he is super vicious and a mm. horrifying human being, but I never really feel danger for Antonio Banderas yeah. in terms of his ability. Like, he might lose this fight. He yeah. always feels immensely superior because, like, in, in terms of their social interaction, he's dunking on him mm. hard. In terms of, like, the one time they do kind of encounter on each other, he wins that thing pretty easily. Like, it's... It's a continuous, like, nope, I'm just much better than which you. Is, yeah. Which is weird because throughout their fights, when they're actually having sword fights, mm-hmm. it feels like, for the most part, they're, they're fairly even. Right. And then Zoro will, like, get the upper hand. Mm-hmm. And then Captain Love, like, okay, he recovers, and now they're back to being even again. Right. Yeah. So when they're actually fighting, it doesn't seem like he's at a huge disadvantage and even and just because he's such a creepo yeah he doesn't feel like a pathetic villain right. for zero yeah. right yeah. he even, doesn't really feel threatening throughout most he, of it he does enough damage to him in that he kills his only real connections to the move in the movie yeah. but other than that like it feels like as soon as zoro can get him into a situation where he can kill him that guy's screwed yeah i think i think what i need from him is because he's such like just a ruthless creep mm-hmm. hmm. The scenes where he where he starts to have like that sense of honor that Don Raphael does, it yeah. feels weird, right? Mm. Like there's the part where he and Zoro are squaring off and Love pulls out his revolver mm. and then throws it down because this is gonna be an honorable duel between two right. duelists. He, wants to, he right? wants to prove that he's better than him. Yeah. yeah. But even though he's already lost to him, like again in a two against one scene yeah. earlier. He he's already lost to him. And and also None of, nothing about his character, to me at least, seems like it's all tied up in his like personal pride of being the best. It just seems uh, like they... I get some impressions in that direction, like the thing where he says, like the where uh, Raphael is, is you know, why are you even asking me? This situation is completely fucked, and he's like, I told you I'd find him. That there's a little bunch of little hints like that that tell me he is very invested in his personal ability to get things done. No. But it's yes. not enough to really sell that moment of like I've got a pistol, but I'm gonna sword fight you instead because well, I think I'm better. Well, he does say at that. in the very beginning of the movie, right before uh, Joaquin kills himself, he's like, "Hey, I want you to know." This is an honor to me. Like I, I'm honestly proud that I get I, to kill you. I feel you. like that's a taunt as opposed. To I mean, I don't think so. Oh, like, I think it's definitely partly, a taunt, but, but I do. I think he means think it. it. I, yeah, exactly. I, but I don't get exactly where he's co- like. I don't get what the honor is. I think we need is. to understand that. Yeah. We we know it's there, but we don't know why, what it means, and I think. I feel like there must be at least like a scene on the cutting room mm. floor that they were just pulled out for pacing that yeah. like would have given us a better look into his character. Yeah, I feel like that it's a bit of a patchy character where like there's there's holes in places where I need to understand him better mm-hmm. and it's it's leaving me a little bit wanting with him because I right. he has that emotional connection that we really need of Alejandro. Right. And 
there's just so many characters in this yeah. movie that need to be evolving constantly. And that's one of the thing I, things I do really appreciate is that all of these characters are constantly going through changes throughout mm. the entire story. Mm-hmm. Like they are, <laughs> I think the best one though is is the fact that Antonio Banderas, you can mark where he is in his change by how much hair he <laughs> has. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not just facial hair either. It's like also his normal hair. Like uh-huh. it slowly scales back until he's down to like ju- like completely clean shaven and very normal hair on the top mm-hmm. instead of the like wild man afro thing he's <laughs> right. got and the giant beard. I appreciate that it's a slow progression though because he goes yeah. like from that to like the slightly smaller beard to the even tinier little uh-huh. pencil mustache thing to like he becomes true Zoro when he's clean shaven though. <laughs> <laughs> no, his transformation is honestly quite impressive in this movie. As, mm-hmm. as we said before, like there's there's for a couple the of kind gaps. of movie it is. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a couple of gaps, but for the most part it does its job for this movie extremely well. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's just fun to watch that evolution yeah. and I appreciate the relationships that are here between all the characters because mm. like we already kind of talked about Elena and her dad but I really like watching her like come to the conclusion that like no Anthony Hopkins might be my dad mm-hmm. and that is a a a slow one step at a time thing that happens throughout and there's a lot of those things in the way that like I really like the the moment of like um of of Anthony Hopkins saying, "Oh, he's got that necklace. I know that necklace. I'm gonna teach this kid to be Zoro. This will be my plan now." Because <laughs> that's such a random uh-huh. thing to be like, "Okay, this random drunk. I'm sure I can make him into a Zoro." Do you think he just found like four or five drunks before that, and they were like, "Eh, this isn't working out. I'm just gonna stab <laughs> you real quick and hide you in this cave." That's it one... might, I think I think it's less because I think it's less because oh, here's this drunk and he's got my thing. Mm. I think it was when he like asked, "Where did you get that?" and he said, "It's." It my you know it was my brother's. He's yeah. just dead, and he's like mad at Captain Low because I think he knows. Okay, he'll stick with it because he's got stakes. He can and use that fire, and, and his stakes are also aligned with mine. I yeah. kind of wanted that that necklace to come back. Like maybe that should have been the thing that yeah, that, 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 that nothing to it. It was just some jewelry. Yeah, yeah. That that's the thing really bugged me is that they it showed up again and like the last time it's even mentioned is during the training montage mm-hmm. when Old Zero. Um, Diego says, all right, you're standing in this small circle here. You should not care. You do not care about anything outside of it. Just right. my voice. Everything else doesn't matter. There's and not. Then, a, th- he has that moment where he says, "There is no Captain Love." Yeah. yeah. And, and he never like says, "You get to see him when he when he exists." Again. Yeah. Like, when he I'll, enters your circle, and he says, "Your your circle is going to get smaller and smaller," and then points to these circles on the necklace. Mm-hmm. Never reference it again. Yeah, that, that they just dropped it entirely. That would have been a good way to be like, okay, you've got to deal with him socially, but he does yeah. not exist to you yet. It is not time for your yeah. revenge, and yeah. it lets him be like at a certain point, like, all right, we're gonna do this now. Yeah, like that would have been an interesting way to take it. I think that might have been better. He, he goes, he goes up to Young Zoro. He just like he does like the movie, like I'm just gonna break the chain by pulling on it. He like <laughs> he like takes his necklace. He like he takes it back, puts it in his own pocket, and he's like. He's part of your circle now. <laughs> I have unleashed you. That, that's the thing that kind of uh, felt a little unfinished for me is that, to me, the impression I got out of that whole um, lecture is that you need to stay focused on your task at hand mm-hmm. and not all of the surrounding details. And and he did not do that. He like, did not he do is, that in the slightest. He is going after Elena a lot. He yeah. is going after this random Horace. He is dunking on Captain Love as, like, 
obviously as no. possible. No, once he gets once he gets to the party as the Don, he is focused because because he, even his dance that he has with Elena, he's specifically doing because he's like, oh, I see all the Dons leaving and I haven't been invited. I can't just go up and like invite myself to it. How do I get his attention? I'm gonna have a sexy dance with his daughter. That's mm. fair. I, sure. then, I didn't think about that. And then that as way. soon as the as as Raphael comes down, mm-hmm. he's like, thanks for the sexy dance. I'm Go gonna clean you, yourself I'm, I'm going to tell your dad it was your idea, and how could you be so, like, forward? Oh, my goodness, your daughter. What a <laughs> hussy. Get out of here, Captain In that case, Zeta-Jones. yes, like, I absolutely agree. He's very focused but on his goal of the getting scene in, in the with barn, the in that case, completely oh, that goes I against mean. that. <laughs> he was a horn dog. <laughs> well, mostly, yeah. yeah. Every now and then, he just... I mean, you're Zoro. You got a bone. <laughs> I mean, I'm not blaming him. I entirely understand. I have eyes. It, it would have been more interesting if it had felt like it was a conflict for him between these things. Of yeah. like he's having a to... conflict of like I need to leave, but oh, I need to get laid. To be yeah. well, to be fair, he was trying to push her sword away and be like, I've got other things going on. And she's like, He also kept the sword. kissing her <laughs> no. and cutting her clothes. I mean, that she scene... kept. That's after she that like got into his circle. <laughs> she got into his circle with her <laughs> poker right, stick. Right. She got into his circle he's like well i must return the favor and get into hers yes i did like that scene it was fun like it's it's silly but i do appreciate how much they give Catherine zeta jones to do in this movie she's not just there to not do anything and be pretty for the the most part yeah Yeah. i mean there definitely could have been more i think for an action adventure movie in 1998 it's they gave her a lot is it the same actors in the second movie yes yeah i feel like i remember different scenes in this movie maybe i've just seen that one that's probably ran together that could be that happened a lot when i was good yeah i I do want to watch that i want to get it even though i my memory is that it is not nearly as good yeah but you know i think she does some zorro stuff doesn't she I think so. I feel like that's that's what happens, yeah. Um, that, that would be the next escalation, I think, that makes sense. I may have actually seen the second one and not the first one. Mm, that could be. It's weird to me that they already have him having a baby and, like, half-saggling down this early into his career. Because, I mean, as a 007-ass character, he needs to bone a lot. Well, no, they've, <laughs> they've got to set it up for the third movie where his kid is now Zorro. That's Spy Kids. The kid of Zorro. <laughs> I mean... That's Can you I imagine Catherine Zeta-Jones was the mom in Spy Kids, and they just tied together <laughs> Mask of Zorro with Spy Kids? I want that so bad. So now. bad? That would be amazing. I'm super on board for this. Also, apparently, because I was, I didn't know that there was a Mask of Zorro sequel, The Legend of Zorro, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize there were so many movies about like just the character of Zorro. There's oh, like yeah. seven oh, yeah. or eight different movies just on like this one one little blurb that I found. Oh I don't, yeah, there for may sure. be even like more. Zorro, Zorro as a character, especially in like I think it was the like 30s and 40s, he mm. was a huge, huge character. Mm-hmm. Like people he, like their swashbucklers. Oh yeah, for sure. How and he old is, is Zorro as a character now? Old, old. Like he's like a hundred like, years or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's not a. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no spring chicken. Anything, yeah. <laughs> I think he's like an American. Oh yeah, legend, yeah. Though, he absolutely right? is so. for sure. Um, Which I, he's the American I, Robin Hood in a lot of ways, right? But I had to make sure the American because Mexican Robin Hood. Oh, yeah, and that's the reason I had to make sure because I was like, he's very clearly established in like Mexico. He's mm-hmm. a Mexican yeah. hero, right? But Ish, yeah. he's an American character. I think it might be like it's technically it was Mexican territory because it's in California. That doesn't move for this movie. Like that's mm-hmm. that's all mm-hmm. in the same place. But at the time, that was considered a part of uh, Spanish territory. Really I really want to know like what part geographically in California. Mm. It looked like uh, 
right around modern like Southern California as right. far as like Los the map Angeles. they're showing. Los Angeles specifically. Wow. <laughs> I'm looking at like oh, it's supposed I'm, to be okay. Zorro, Spanish for fox, is a fictional character created in 1919 by American pulp writer Johnston McCulley, almost and appearing exactly in works set old. in the pueblo of Los Angeles. We should do, we should have done Zorro movies for his hundredth birthday. <laughs> no kidding, <laughs> missed that one. Ah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I also like Catherine Zeta Jones in this movie. Yeah. Um, I think there's, I mean, as with any movie from back in the day, like yeah, there's there's plenty more for <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> I mean, hell, this is this is what like. Don't tell me, I don't want to believe it. I don't. I don't need to know that this is twenty almost, years old. It's almost thirty years. Is it almost thirty? No, it's I, not. Nineteen ninety-eight to now is about 20 it's years. twenty-two years, years old. Yeah. yeah, almost thirty years old. <laughs> uh, like, there's plenty more stuff for her character to do. But, but she, I like that they do give her some bits, right? right like yeah. she, yeah. she has a, a fight where she's actually capable with her rapier. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes to try and rescue the slaves at the end, right. which is. That's kind of like, uh, here you go. Captain I'm sure by you like you, the you fu- I'm do, sure but... by the third movie she's like king of the pirates or some bullshit. There's, there's yeah. Only two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Ma- Mask of Zorro on Stranger Tides. Oh, oh God, God. kill me. Um, I love. Speaking of her going and rescuing the slaves at the end, I love this set piece. Like, I love this yeah. whole. Oh area. yeah, it's good. It just feels so adventurous to me. Yeah. It definitely does. But I also really love the fact that, like, the joke we were making throughout the entire movie of that wood in this movie is just as <laughs> fragile as yeah. glass. You tap it and it explodes everywhere you go in this movie. Everything is super fragile, and like, so the entire time that they're like, all these people, like, no, let us out, let us out. We're like, oh, they're just gonna push their way out and like push their way out of the wood cages. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're good. <laughs> I love this setup because it's perfect. It's perfect for the kind of parkour and jumping around that Zoro does. Yeah. yeah. And this this kind of setup reminds me a lot of the Pirates of the Caribbean, especially in the first yeah. one. They're mm-hmm. like I, jumping yes. from Absolutely. like mast to mast and Even, around all the sails. I can't and help but like think that. that it kind of inspired uh, the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies because those are only a few years later. I mean, it's it could possibly be that, but I mean, this those are they're all in the tradition of swashbuckling yeah. movies and those yeah. kinds of set right. pieces. But yeah, I, I can definitely see what you're talking about. Yeah, there. but I love this and I love the way that they use the space for the two fights that are going on because we have mm-hmm. young Zorro and Captain Love, right? And we've got old Zorro and Raphael mm-hmm. and. Both fights, I love that we can see what's going on. We see the cool choreography, but they both feel very unique, where Captain Love and Young Zorro are very, like, they move throughout the entire space a ton. They're moving up and down the the different levels Levels, of the mine. They're jumping from beam to beam. They're, like, hopping out under the swinging, like, load of whatever being craned around. I was surprised that gun didn't come back, like, after he threw it. I was like, they're going to go back around to that and pick it up at some point, I'm sure. Even... I don't, and maybe she did. Even if it was like, oh, Catherine Zeta Jones goes and picks it up, and that's the gun that she uses to free free mm-hmm. the slaves. Maybe yeah, because I don't know where she got the gun that she's using. Maybe for she that. just has a gun. Maybe yeah, mm-hmm. or but, like one of the guards or something. But I love how I their fight it. moves around throughout the space, and Raphael and Old Zoro's is a lot more contained. Yeah. yeah. They felt like two very different fights, which is something you don't always see. Like to go back to the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, comparison, a lot of the times the climactic fights in those movies, it's just a couple of uh, people smashing swords against each other with right. very little difference between the individual fights going on. At least towards the end, I think the yeah. first ones have a lot more character to them. But yeah. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, it feels like it feels like the fight between Old Zorro and Raphael is much more personal. Mm. Personal, where they're both just 
instead of running around, they're both as soon as one gets knocked up, they p- knock down. They pick up their sword. <laughs> they and- get knocked up. Oh gosh! <laughs> as soon as one gets knocked down, they pick up their sword and they immediately charge back at the other person. Right. Yeah. Whereas the other fight between Young Zoro and Love is very much both characters taking turns chasing each other. Yeah. They're trying to one up each other. Well, but they're chasing each other, yeah. and I feel like both of those fights really do a good job of, of mirroring the relationship that these mm. adversaries have with each yeah. other. I can see that. Yeah, that's a cool point. I hadn't I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely see what you're talking about there. I also loved the way that both of our villains die. Because <laughs> it's so brutal. It's so brutal. And like I don't know. I'm kinda used to like the action or the adventure movies where like, oh, how does the villain die? Like Oh no! It's a one-liner and a single well-placed shot, and right, then they right. fall down dead. Right? Yeah. But this was very creative, and honestly, like I don't know who died the more brutal death. <laughs> it's appropriate for both of them, especially because like what, they both get crushed and destroyed by the gold they were trying to to steal here. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I like I love the expression on Love's face as he sees the gold. Like, oh shit, yeah. this is a really bad way to go. And it's so brutal too, because it doesn't <laughs> just like ah, here you see the gold falling around the camera and, and then. It Cut fades away, to yeah. black. Yeah, you like, don't no, see like no. the heroes look away like, oh no. Yeah. No, it's like, ah, wide shot, gold crushing man. <laughs> and then the Rag best part of it is, is his face Raphael, of Raphael yeah. falling through the shot a little <laughs> bit afterwards. It's so perfect. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I love that they thought to put that detail in there. Exactly. Because so many movies we've just completely omitted it. This but one, it's like, nah, so fucking throw brutal. that in. It's horrifying. But it's far enough away that you're just like, yeah, I like this. This <laughs> is what they both deserve. I did want at least a little bit of reaction from uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones, though. Like, she needed to have some yeah. kind of response to the fact that the man that she clearly still thought of on some level with affection, I think, by the end. Because, granted, like, okay, I found out that the dude who's been raising me isn't my real dad, mm-hmm. and he, like, stole me f- and imprisoned f- my and real dad. He used a human shield and put a uh, gun up against my neck. Right. But, but at the same point, she clearly still, like, has attachment to him. She's like, no, don't, you know... She's, right. she's defending both. She's yeah. defending. She's trying to stop the fight. Yeah, she's defending old Zoro and her, the person she's grown up with as her dad. And so for it to be like, ah, and he gets like spiked into the ground <laughs> with a Before... force of a thousand football touchdowns. And then exploded by tons and tons and tons of gunpowder. And then just... Well, we rescued everybody, so everything's cool. <laughs> Let's she, go make babies. Yeah, she doesn't care. This yeah. is her first time understanding true lust, though. <laughs> <laughs> this was, this, my loins, they're so fiery for this masked man. <laughs> tell me really, more. Really, tell me more. I'm definitely not that masked man, but oh tell me gosh. more. I lo- we didn't even talk about it, but I love that scene, too. Like mm-hmm. that That's the kind of... like. I think that's a great example of him being charming and like yeah. mm. still just, a little bit like rough his, on the edges. Yeah, yeah, where he's got his own natural charm, but it's not like the put on airs of nobility. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love that scene where they're just where he's prompting her to continue her confession in the church. <laughs> I like it too, but I don't believe for a second that she like believes that this is still the priest. Like nothing yeah, about because <laughs> the first thing she says. I've broken the fourth commandment. Oh, don't murder. You killed a man? Father, that's not the fourth commandment. I apologize. Continue. (laughs) Okay. I've been drinking tonight. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like she is like, oh, father, you're always a kidder. No, you Mm -hmm. know what the command is.
commandment Father, I is. Have, I, have you been in a sacramental wine again? <laughs> well, of course, my child. <laughs> I can't get laid, so I drink a lot oh my to calm the fires in my loins. In my loins. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I don't think that, ever, that line's ever in that movie. No, no. I'm going to associate it with this movie forever now. <laughs> I'll try, Master. I'll try. <laughs> I shall try, Master. I shall try. <laughs> In right. my country, murdering one's wife and stealing her daughter and imprisoning me for 20 years is, is considered a weak move. move. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get into our final thoughts, and we'll go around the table since, Rick, this was your pick. Sounds uh, good. I really enjoy this movie. Um, you know, talking about it now, sure, there's things you can talk about where, like, oh, you know, this little bit with that character doesn't make sense, mm. or... Yeah, there's a little bit of a logic gap here or there, but while watching the movie, I don't have any of that. While watching the movie, it's just something that I enjoy all the way through. It's like two and a half hours long, almost, not quite. Yeah, something, something in there, uh, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. There have been hour-long movies that have dragged on. Oh, yeah, yeah for And sure. this movie doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, two two hours, 15 minutes flew by without me even realizing it. Yeah. I really enjoy this movie. My favorite part... Um, there's lots to choose from, but I think my all-time favorite part is just that final, like, the final deaths of our two films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so gruesome, and you feel so good about it, because they both deserve it. Yes, exactly. And, and it's satisfying to watch in the same way that, like, I don't know, when you crunch something that really needs crunching mm. on the ground. Like, when you when you see, like, an acorn, and mm-hmm. you step on it on the ground, and it crunches, and you're like, yeah, that was a yeah, good that crunch. Felt cool. <laughs> that felt good, and it sounded good, and everything about this experience was just, like, internal ASMR. Well, now we know you love crunching humans. acorns. <laughs> Why do you pop a boner every time oh, you crunch Oh, I love acorn. popping acorns so much! <laughs> I just love busting nuts! <laughs> no. Um, Crunchy nuts. <laughs> yeah. No, it just... it. It was it was very satisfying to watch our villains die. Yeah. Um, my least favorite part of the movie, gosh, even though we just talked about it, I kind of forgot them. Um, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I guess I'll <laughs> I guess I'll say um, the jump from from very rough around the edges, Antonio Banderas to uh, refined and blending into high society, Antonio mm. Banderas, mm. without seeing any sort of like fun training to go there. Right. right. And I get it. The movie's already long. They had to cut some scenes, but I feel like that's something where we could have gotten some, some, some good entertainment there in watching him try and learn this. Yeah. So I'll pick that as my least favorite. Um, overall though, I, I really enjoy this movie and I would happily watch it again at any time. So I'll give it a solid four and a half out of five. Um, pointless necklaces <laughs> all right Brad. this uh this feels very of its time like right when all those what would you even call this genre of action movie just like swashbuckling like that's, just sw- that's, that's, well, that's I mean, what i would call yeah it. but what would you call like the one with uh jackie chang and owen wilson uh, just sort of an adventure movie, yeah. I, uh, I feel like it, that's a martial arts swashbuckling movie in like a, in a lot of the ways that the action in this is done to have really flashy, silly um, uh, uh, swordsmanship. Like that is the same thing, but it's martial arts instead of swords. Yeah, this feels very much like a product of that time. Like mm-hmm. all of the same style of choreography and uh, plot layout, right. I guess. Everything's just there for the sense of fun rather than... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um... Least favorite part of the movie was fucking uh, old Zorro being not very hot. (laughs) I mean, he's not. (laughs) Why is that such a bad thing for you? How dare Anthony Hopkins not be more attractive? Yeah, if I like, 
if I woke up in the middle of the night and saw Zoro and just being like, oh, man, really? <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh, it's you? Why, 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 is, why, is, why is old what man Zoro you, in your room? <laughs> what if you woke up in the middle of the night and saw... Uh, Santa Claus, but he looked like a homeless dude. Like it was, <laughs> I would kind of already Santa Claus. Claus. No, he looks amazing and like in like velvet and shit. <laughs> All right, so what we've learned is Anthony Hopkins not hot enough for Brian. Santa Claus <laughs> hot. hot, yeah. Well, needs some of that beard action. He has mm. a specific. I want him to jiggle me like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> he has a specific aesthetic. That would be betrayed if he did not look a certain way. Like it, it would also be weird if it was just like Dwayne the Rock Johnson in, pa- in like red leather pants as Santa Claus. I'm like, eh, sure. I'm, uh, you're okay, but you're not my Santa Claus. Like I like this guy. This is Hannibal, right? This is the dude that plays Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's fine as a sociopath or a murderer, whatever you call those dudes, but he's not a handsome swashbuckler. Uh, you say so. No, well, it's not <laughs> I say so. I feel like it works. I feel like it works. Eh, whatever. <laughs> He's fine as a butler. Look, Josh, <laughs> out of here. You know sandwiches. I know stories. Brian knows, knows hot, hot Zoros. I know <laughs> not hot Zoros. He is not hot Zoro. Uh, we just got to uh, get what Andreas knows. Don't wiggle your eyebrows. <laughs> he knows eyebrows. To be determined. <laughs> uh, favorite part of the movie is... Uh, uh, I guess the training montage. Training montage was pretty sweet. That was a good training montage. Good. I enjoy a good training montage. I, if I were to cut fag off of this, I think it would be the, the horse stuff, because the horse didn't really matter. There were two scenes with the horse. Yeah, to have a horse. It's Zorro. Yeah, but just like have Antonio, or not Antonio Bandit, have uh, the other guy be like, I, I found the perfect new horse for you. It could there be a, you go. It yeah. could be a little quicker, because you do need that scene of like intermittent, he's not quite Zorro, but he's getting there. Yeah. Like, But if you had it be a little quicker, I think it would work. What do you think first started the uh, difficult horse trope? Because I feel like that shows up in a lot of stuff. People having like to ride difficult and... horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but th- yeah, but these are like difficult horses with like funny attitudes. I mean, it's a, like a symbol of taming something wild, and that's you know, the American fun... dream in a way. Yeah, to I break mean... things when you're perfect, <laughs> but still pretty good movie. Three yeah. and a half out of five. Mask that he finds around the ankle of a horse. Who was with <laughs> that? Why was there just a a scarf tied around the ankle of a horse? I assumed it just got caught there from where he was breaking shit, yeah, or maybe he, that was like. He was the Zorro of horses. His mask. He, the horses know each other by their hoofs, so that's what he was hiding. He was Horo. Yeah. Horo. <laughs> mm. All right. So, favorite thing, just the transformation that uh, Alejandro goes through throughout this movie. You actually see it visually with his hair, as he pointed yeah. out. You feel it, except for the uh, whole uh, rough around the edges to suave gentleman part. That, I agree, was yeah. not as... It was a jump. Yeah, it was a bit of a jump, yeah. They, they kind of skipped over a little bit there, but... As a whole, as a um, transformation movie of this rough around the edges, ragged down uh, thief turning into Zorro and becoming the hero of the movie, Mm -hmm. they did a good job with it. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. Yeah, very much. Least favorite thing, I'm tempted to say how I felt the second act slowed down, but I'm, I'm more annoyed that Captain Love just does not live up to his potential. He had so much going for him, but they didn't really 
do much with him. They uh, they had him as the guy who takes the head of his brother yeah. and then drinks head wine, mm. and that's really it. Yeah. yeah, that stands out, but it's not enough it, to justify it, the rest of the character. It does, yeah. And I wanted to know more about this guy to see like why the hell are you drinking mm. head wine, my dude? <laughs> what, was he supposed to be betrothed to? Uh... I don't think so. No, no I, I that might have been a, a way to take it. They were going though. to go that way, but they did not make mm-hmm. any explicit references to it. Or okay, anything. so I. I just assume no because they they never actually reference it. In well, and there yeah. was no romantic interest between the two of them. Well, I yeah. just saw yeah. them dancing, so I thought maybe it was like a. It seems like a thing. That they yeah, would but do. she didn't get torn up when Antonio Banderas stepped in. I mean, no. yeah. would you? She had never known <laughs> Fire of the Lowings before. Now, <laughs> this is her first time at twenty <laughs> something years old. Anyway, uh, this is a a really fun movie. I don't know if it's one that I'd like go back to very much, but I definitely really enjoyed yeah. the time that we spent with it. Yeah. So I'll give it. I'll be generous and give it uh, four mm. neck scars out of five. Okay. 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 I really, really love this movie. I'm really glad that it got requested, and I'm really mm-hmm. glad that we all enjoyed it and had such a good time watching it. Uh, it, you know, we've we've done a lot of movies that at least one of us have absolutely hated for a while lately, and I I, I like when we can all come together and just be like, yeah, this movie was fucking great, mm-hmm. just for an hour. That's always fun to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I like it's it's genuinely hard for me to come up with a least favorite thing about it. I I think that the lack of a uh, more defined character for love is probably the thing that I feel like is the weakest moment of it. That yeah. that could be a little better, hmm. um, and that would be a big help to the movie. I think because he, they definitely do have a good relationship in that you killed my brother and my only friend, so that's a good reason for me to want to murder you. Yes, but I think you could have like dug in a little more and made that even more uh, uh, like intense by giving love a more intense character. Well, and also. Aside from the first scene where drunk Antonio Banderas is like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. Uh, you don't really get to see him like holding back that rage. Yeah. yeah. He, like when he's taking, taking Catherine Zeta-Jones away for, to dance, like you should get that feeling. It's not. It doesn't feel like he wants to murder this guy. It feels yeah. like he just wants to dunk on him. Yeah. And he just wants to different. undermine him. Exactly. Um, and so I think that that would help the movie a little bit. But that's a minor quibble at best. Like, yeah. uh, my favorite part is probably going to also be the transformation. I'm just going to say Antonio Banderas in general. Like, yeah. I just really he's enjoy. He's really good in this movie. He's definitely so hot enough to play Zora. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. hot enough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I just really like him at, in in this thing. He's very charming. He's very fun to watch. I am always happy when he's on screen. He's not. He's never boring. Mm-hmm. And the relationship between him and Catherine Zeta Jones is just fun to see develop. Um, I enjoyed the, all the different scenes between those two together, and so yes, especially the one where they fought and he yeah. cut her clothes off. Hey, you yeah. know, I mean, yes, I am a straight guy, so yes, <laughs> I enjoyed that scene. Anyway, um, but overall, like, I think this movie is is really really strong. I think that for it, what it's doing, it's it's fantastic. There are some minor problems, so I'm not going to give it a perfect score, but I am going to give it uh, four and a half out of five cups of tequila that you really don't want to drink the worm from. <laughs> Yeah. Gross. <laughs> okay, you know what? I shouldn't give it a gross rating because this movie's really good. I'm going to give this four and a half almost naked Catherine Zeta-Jones out of five. <laughs> oh, my God. It's half a point away from a fully naked Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> no, no, it's four and a half, so it's just like the oh, top half. Oh. The other half is just like squirming there on the ground. It's gross. It's real bad. Yeah, but the top half is the part that was naked, so that's, that, true, that's, that's, that's true. a win. Mm. But don't, we don't. know this from mermaids. The important part is the bottom half. 
You can still open. I the feel top. like if I have to choose, like if I have to bang a mermaid, I want top half human. Yeah. But you won't make any babies. I will. That's deal. not me. my goal. I'll deal. I don't, with... <laughs> I don't want to spawn a bunch of guppies. <laughs> I'll deal with getting a hand job instead. All right. I mean, there's other stuff to do there. If you want to listen to more mermaid hand jobs, <laughs> you can find more of our podcasts on I, our. I guess the lighthouse. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. You can find more of our podcasts on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. <laughs> Additionally, we're on social media at opinioncast on Twitter and opinionated podcast on Facebook. Feel free to reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com, just like Zach Austin did. Again, thank you, Zach, for requesting The Mask of Zorro. Uh, if you get a chance, please leave us a rating on iTunes. Between that and you sharing us with your friends, it's the best way we have of getting out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, we're opinionated. Thanks for listening.